You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Welcome to Theater Geeks Anonymous, the podcast about Broadway flops, scandals, and new work. I'm your host, Ebony Vines. And I'm your host, Pamela Shandro. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Theater Geeks Anonymous podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network and all your favorite podcast listening apps. Thank you. Uh, And there's a little bit more that we're going to talk about with Ivy and Terry as well, but... Mm -hmm. To put a, a period on this story, Eileen, I'm just going to say it because it's the beginning of the next episode that we find yeah. out anyway. She's like, we're going to do the moneymaker. We're going to do the workshop script and we're not going to do the new script. Even though yeah. she loves the new script, she's going to go by what Jerry says. I'm not sure exactly why. I know, me neither. They, literally the it. whole reason, like this whole beginning of the season was about how Julia needed to fix the book. Right. And she's fixed the book. Right. And now you're just going with an old script. I don't understand. Eileen is the one that bought the dramaturg for her. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. Especially. Anyway, it doesn't matter because it doesn't have to make sense to me. (laughs) But it's it's irritating. It's a little irritating. Yeah. But she goes with the moneymaker. Meanwhile. So we've got Ivy and Terry. Terry at this point has come back and is like, everyone has to farce it up. Uh, but then uh, Ivy has this, this scene with him where she destroys him. He runs out in a huff. She goes after him and is like, listen, you just have to feel it. Um, let's see if I can find it. Because well, she said, <laughs> um, oh, she you're said not you scared. Feel, you're not scared. If right. you're not scared, you can't perform. Yeah, you can't be good. You and won't she, be good. And she goes, you should be terrified. This is he says he's never scared. Exactly. He's yeah. And it all comes clear because then in the next scene that we see him, he's very excited about going off of his meds. Uh, He's mentioned lithium and Ambien and a couple of other drugs. And I was like, oh, dear, this can't end well. Like, because I can't feel and what has he said? They're cutting me off from my own humanity. So that he- is one of my favorite lines from the whole show is the way he says it. And he's like, my own humanity. Like, I love him. Yes. <laughs> me too. I mean, and he he does. He comes back into rehearsal and he's like, here, we're going to use these and we're going to use that and we're going to change the set. And he he takes over the entire production at that point. I don't even know why the director is there anymore. I know. Because he's he's taken it over. So, end of episode five. 
Are we just going to start on episode six now? Do it. Let's go. Episode six. So we know that Eileen has chosen the moneymaker. The boys are going to fringe because at the end of the last episode, they decided that what they think needs to happen is that they need to just drop all of the dialogue and do like they did in Rent and just make it about the singing. Yeah. Joshua Saffron just beats us over the head. Over the head. I'm just like, you have a bunch of theater geeks watching this show. You don't need to beat us over the head. We understand what you're doing. You know, and then at the end of the episode, it's worse. We'll talk about that later. I was just about to spill the beans. I don't want to yet. You are, you have taken a sledgehammer. Yeah. And you are just beating us to death. It's very apparent this yes. show is Rent. Yes. A different name. It's very, it's, but anyway, so they're going to go to the winter festival. Yeah. <laughs> fringe festival. The fringe, yeah. <laughs> Terry is ruining the show. Uh, so now we're in rehearsals for Bombshell. Cherry, they're going to change some stuff. Karen is singing through the uh, heart song. Do we know what the actual title of that um, song is? Uh, um, never 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 go with that never lose the heart wait hold on i have the song list right here wait a minute never give all the heart Mm. (laughs) all i wrote down was heart because i couldn't remember the title karen sings this beautiful rendition of never lose the heart never give all the heart (laughs) (laughs) never give all the heart i'll Mm -hmm. just insert that in we'll just edit it Jerry's like, meh, I don't really, eh, we've got too many ballads. If we're going to do the other song, what is that song called? Uh, 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 that's the one with the airplane, right? Yeah. What is, uh, public relations. Yes. If we're going to do public relations, we're ne- going to need to make space for that. And this is the song that we're going to cut to do it. But like, even Tom is like, this is my favorite song you've ever written. The lyrics yeah. are gorgeous. It's so but stunning. He's, he's also trying to yeah. butter up Julia because he totally. knows she's pissed. And he's like, you still love the song, right? I mean, he's like a little <laughs> yes, brother he is. trying like so puppy. hard. Please don't be mad. Please yeah. don't be mad. I love That's- you so much. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, but then Jerry comes out and he's like, eh. There's too many ballads, but Tom yeah. is like, this is one of the best ballads in the show. And Jerry's like, one of, there are too many. Ugh, I hate this. This is the hate thing I hate about musical theater as well. Um, because I do feel like you need to edit it liberally. Yeah. But to lose a song like that, yeah. to put in place another song that yes, might be very exciting, but you need heart as well as spectacle you you cannot if you have just spectacle but we are talking to a man who doesn't have one so you know that's oh my gosh you're so right I (laughs) totally forgot about that (laughs) he's cold and lifeless (laughs) I don't know what I was gonna say heartless heartless that works too Um, uh, but anyway so then there's like this weird kind of and I don't know if you got this feeling either that Jerry just does not want Karen there at all yeah yeah no I did the feeling I got after she sang that was like he was just a few seconds away from saying you're out 
in the meantime, I mean, there was like this, um, because of the boys going to the Fringe Fest and because she is starring in it, there is a, an article in Time Out that is featuring her doing this Fringe Festival show. Mm -hmm. And Jerry sees it and says, uh, you can't do that. We're supposed to be introducing you. And how are we supposed to introduce you when you're doing this other show? And I'm yeah. thinking that's dumb. Actors and actresses have been introduced after having lifelong careers at that point, And they yeah. still have to be introduced to the Broadway audience. But that's beside the point. What he yeah. wants is full power and control. And he basically says, you can do it, but you can't do both. Yeah. So Karen has to, to tell the boys that she's not going to be doing this fringe show, which happens in six hours. Yeah. Which she feels terrible about. But at the same time, it's like, I have a paycheck. Right. The fringe isn't giving me one. Right. And listen, <laughs> Jimmy is very upset by it, but she's also doing everything she can to help them do the show. Like she's calling yeah. around, finding people that might be able to sing it. Like, you know, she's doing her due diligence. She just can't do the show. That's what the producer said. That's her job is on the line. Right. Her lead in a Broadway show is on the line yeah. for your two night fringe fest. Right. Just going to put that into perspective. I'm saying. But he yep. acts like a toddler. Yeah. Cause he is one. Oh, I just so think many of them are so oh, many so are true. so true. I just think <laughs> it's the weird this weird dynamic between Jerry and Karen, and also Jerry and Derek. But we've seen that before. But like the dynamic between Jerry and Karen is ew. It's yeah. like ew. Like I feel like he's looking for a reason to get rid of her. He is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gross. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, Derek and Karen are talking, and he's like, <laughs> Derek is like. I mean, I knew that the boys wanted to do the Winterfest. He says it again, Winterfest. <laughs> but what I didn't in the world. You know, I didn't think you'd do it without me. <laughs> and she was like, I knew you, you wouldn't do it. it. You exactly. were never going to do it. I knew that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just I just see it in my notes. This is when Derek and Ivy have the conversation about just blacking. Oh, no, no, we did it. Never mind. Yeah, I just already that. you have another conversation between Derek and Ivy now where, mm -hmm. where Derek is like, listen, just block them out. Yeah. Don't worry about what he's doing. You do your best and don't let it bother you. Don't let it, you know, because they're doing this this press preview. Yes. They're going to yes. do a few little scenes from the show for the press, um, which everyone is super nervous about because it's a bad show because of Terry. Yes. <sighs> Julia and Peter. <laughs> <laughs> They go to when they go to dinner. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> because because after after that whole blow up mm -hmm. where um Jerry's trying to cut the song. Yeah. Uh um um Tom says I'll I'll fix it. Like I'll yeah. do whatever I need to to keep it because that's our favorite song. And so she was like, "Well, you better and, and again, it was like, don't be mad. Don't be mad. Don't leave. Don't leave. He's like, if I keep the song, will you, will you get in this with me? Like, I miss you. I need my partner. And she's like, save the song, my, save my song yeah. and we'll talk. Yep. <laughs> and so then he's like, okay, okay. So cut to, she leaves because she's going to have dinner with Peter and do you want me to tell it? Cause you yes. look so frustrated. <laughs> The idea that they've had, I, I just, if you've had this kind of 
upset with someone uh, yes. where trust has become an issue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why would you just go ahead and act like normal? I don't know. But that's what they're doing in the scene. So I'm going to let you tell it. I'm going to take some deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So they go to dinner um, and, and Peter, you know, and she are talking about what's happened and like, she's frustrated and all of that. And he's, he's pretty encouraging, but also is like, you don't really need this. You know, why don't you just leave the show? Why don't you just, I'm going to London uh, to work on some stuff on the West End. Like, why don't you come with me um, and help me work on these things? And she's like, no, I can't leave the show. And he's like, well, it doesn't sound like they want what you have to offer. So you might as well just. That's what, it's that, <laughs> that, it's that right there. This was, this is what leads That's me some to. some Derek nonsense. The this men is, on this show. I know, but this is what leads me to believe that Peter is nefarious in his plans yeah, yeah. and is being underhanded because this is what they say. <clears throat> Julia says, it doesn't feel right to leave Tom. Peter yeah. says, why not? He's already left, he left you. you. Yeah. This is okay. I have a question. Tell me. The Elizabeth Taylor scene was yes. not in the workshop. I don't remember it. It no. wasn't in there. No. Why did Nikki Blonsky read about the Elizabeth Taylor scene in the workshop script unless he got that information from Peter? Yeah. I, listen, I don't remember what happens with Peter. <laughs> so I have no answers. I've like totally forgotten. I'm trying to find out. Oh, but like that was like, wait a minute though. Cause the I know. because also the Elizabeth Taylor scene was only known by two parties. <laughs> Julia and Peter. Julia yeah. didn't tell Jerry. I'm just wondering, unless that was like someone's mistake in the script. I I know, like, because when Tom was standing behind her, when she was talking to Nikki about it, it didn't sound like he knew anything about an Elizabeth Taylor scene. Right. And so if he's the one who sent the script that they ended up using to Jerry, yeah. he would he would have remembered there being right. an Elizabeth Taylor scene. But so Tom I'm really confused about Tom that. Tom didn't add anything either. Like no, he didn't. You know, he he was, does he's not, not a writer write like that. A, right. He's not going to write in an Elizabeth Taylor scene after having heard a conversation maybe about, you know, Peter and Julia talking about Elizabeth Taylor. It's just weird. It, the whole yeah. thing is weird. So that that stuck out. I think that's going to come back. I don't know. If it doesn't come back, it means that someone wasn't paying attention in the writing room. That's right. And it was a big mistake. But yeah. I heard it, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> so then you've got this scene between Terry, uh, Terry, Jerry, and Eileen. Tom, Jerry, and Eileen. Just remember, Tom and Jerry, the cartoon. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Brilliant. About the song. And he's yeah. like, I don't want to lose this song. It's important to me and Julia. And they're like, but it doesn't work with what our new blah, blah is. And he's like, just give me some time to fix it. I can fix it. And they're like, you yeah. have 24 hours. Yeah. So he goes home to fix it. Meanwhile, Anna and Karen are talking. This is mm. at the Fringe Festival. It's the night of the first performance. Karen is not going to go see it because she's abandoned them basically. And right. Anna is like, don't, you're going to, she goes, don't wake the Hulk. Yes. Basically what she says. She says, anything sets him off right now. Yeah. And if you walk into the room, that will set him off. Yeah. So like yeah. the whole thing. Oh, so gross. But while she is outside the theater, she runs into. Condola Rashad. Who 
as you'll all recall from season one, was the girlfriend of Ellis. Ellis. Now, ex-girlfriend of Ellis. Yes, yes. Who drops a big old bombshell in this scene because she says something to the effect that Ellis has a job with Jerry. Yes, well, he left her. Right. After he got the job with Jerry. Also, he's gay, which, (laughs) duh. Karen is like, wait a minute, Jerry? Like, Jerry Rand and uh, Condola Rice? Condola Rice. (laughs) <laughs> no. No, no no Rashad, Rashad. I'm so sorry Condal <laughs> oh, Rashad is like mm-hmm. yeah he's working with Jerry that was why he ended our relationship yeah so now well Karen- but also he's gay did, he said, she, she, did she say that? Yes, she did. I didn't hear her say that. How funny. Yes, she did. <laughs> Are we sure that it's not more play acting for his own benefit like he did with the other I, assistants? Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. Because they wouldn't the first season, it. I was like, he's gay. I don't remember him oh, having yeah. a girlfriend. And then she said it and I was like, right. I've, I do think the rest of the season, he, he, he just is. is who he okay. is. Let's follow along with this because yes. the first moment that she has to go and talk to Eileen, she goes and says, hey, can I just talk with you? And of course, then they're interrupted yes. by Derek, who's like, let's do this new song the way Tom wants to do it. I don't know what we're doing here, but let's just do it. So Tom has basically redirected the song. Yeah. So instead of her- It's delightful to watch him is. talk to the actors, like yeah. human beings. He's very like warm and just like somebody you would want to listen to and you want to do a good job for because you respect them and they're kind but it's also a collaboration like he's saying to karen this is what i'm thinking yeah you you want to try that yeah what do you want to go ahead and let's do you want to try that instead and she's like yeah so she does that and it it actually i liked it yeah you know it they've changed they rearranged the, the the music too yes so that instead of it being this lament about never lose, you know, never giving myself away to the next man in line again, she's basically saying, I don't need that man. And I don't need that man. And I'm never going to lose my heart again to that guy. And like, it's yeah. this really kind of empowering staging and it's good. But you And see- he says he got the idea from her script. Yeah. So now Julia's on his side because yeah. of what that exact thing that he said to her. He's like, no, I really liked the way that you made it about how these men created her instead of, you know, the whatever the, the new script is about. And Julia's like, that was great. The only person that doesn't like it at this point is Derek. Yeah. Who I think feels like he's been undermined. And that's, mm-hmm. that's certainly... I can yeah. see that he would feel that way because the whole the whole thing was um, redirected. But Jerry, basically, I mean, like he completely took over the whole the whole thing. He was like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter what you think or say anymore because yeah. I'm the one in the that's in charge. And Derek essentially says, "Well, then you can shove it." Yeah. <laughs> and he says, "Thank you, everybody else. I quit." And yeah. he walked out the door. So following him out the door is obviously Karen who goes, yeah. he's like, you can't leave me. <laughs> you can yeah. see the panic in her eyes. She's like, what are you doing? You need to come back. Like, and he's like, nobody's coming out to get me. So I'm going to go. That's, you know, it, which, and I think that was the right choice for him as well. Yeah. Well, then Eileen does come out. Yes. She and does. it's like, you're not really, you're, you can't really leave. Come back to the yeah. room. I love her. I do too. <laughs> I do too. She's yeah. sweet. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let me see mm-hmm. if I can find. I had some notes. Why can't I ever find the notes that I need when I need them? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she, Karen, Derek leaves. Karen follows. Eileen follows. They try yeah. to get Derek back. Karen left alone then after Derek leaves she's left alone with Eileen and she Mm -hmm. says Eileen you need to know something yeah and that is that Ellis seems to have taken a job with Jerry Mm -hmm. and Eileen says don't tell anyone else you know this I need to go check something goodbye (laughs) essentially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Karen is meanwhile is like I'm gonna go to the festival then because yeah you know there are no rules anymore (laughs) yeah so she goes to the fringe and she's going to perform that second performance. Yep. Jimmy really knows how to hold a grudge, by the way. Yes. Masterful. <laughs> He's masterful at it. And she basically is just like, listen, I'm here and I'm going to do it. So shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's the gist of that conversation. Basically, and like, don't, don't take it out on everybody. Right. Like, why do you have to be a dick to everyone? Like, and she stop. does say that. And I love yeah, that. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she did. like, you be mad at me. I'm the one you're mad at. Don't take yeah. it out on everyone else. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to go back to dangerous liaisons now. <laughs> They are, if that's okay with you. Yes, yes. (laughs) I feel like I've taken control of this entire episode. (laughs) Because Terry has basically changed everything. They're in this press preview. It's high stakes. I mean, this really determines whether or not they're even going to open. Yes. You know, because they go into tech next week. This is, this is the information that they need to get out to the public that says this is a good show and it's worth buying tickets for. If people don't buy tickets, they won't open. Nope. Ivy has gotten the advice from Derek to block everything out and just do her best. Yes. So she's watching all of these other scenes where everyone is diminishing their own performance so that they can boost Terry's performance, who uh, is awful and such a buffoon in it. And also has been bullying people because a lot of the actors have been like running out crying. Oh, Mm. the elevator with Karen and Ivy. Oh, yeah. You're going to go ahead for Go ahead. So right before this, uh, um, Karen and Ivy are, it's, it's actually that morning, right? So before right the be- fringe. So be- yes, before, before, the before Derek quits. Yeah. They're, they both come, they have their um, rehearsals in the same building. And so Ivy and Karen get in the elevator and they each ask each other how their shows are going. And they're both like, great it's fine and then the doors open because (laughs) ivy's ivy's show is on a lower level and there's actors crying (laughs) terry's running around like a crazy person and karen's face is like oh god and then the door is closed slowly and ivy's just mortified Mm -hmm. and she should be yeah so we get to ivy's solo number in this press preview Mm -hmm. and it starts out very blah yeah and we don't quite know what's going to happen at this point but Mm -hmm. she sees the looks on the press faces which is just bored they don't want to be there anymore they already know what they're going to write 
she goes on to sing this song and she does it with comedic genius Mm -hmm. and she gets so many she gets more laughs than any anything else in that press preview and takes over terry comes out and says yeah um we're gonna cut that number to which ivy's like what why and she goes yeah he goes um well you know i'm a celebrity i have to be the best that's what people are paying for. They want to see the celebrity. And yeah. if the celebrity isn't the best, then they don't get their money's worth. So we're going to cut that number. So then Ivy goes and finds herself in the stairwell yeah. crying. Yeah. Terry comes and finds her allergies. She gets some dust in your eye. Like, yeah. does it, like no recognition of anybody else's nope. feelings at this point. She goes, Terry, I'm crying. Yeah. Like you cut my number. How am I supposed to feel about this? Mm-hmm. Oy, oy. What else happened in that scene? Do you know? Well, yeah so so she she says she's crying Mm -hmm. and then he and then he's like oh why she's like because our show is terrible (laughs) and then he's like i he's like really and she's like yeah and he's like well i guess you're right like everybody else is bad except for the two of us and then she's like no (laughs) you're really bad too and he is elated that somebody has told him the truth for once in his whole yeah. life. He said, that's the first time in 20 years anyone's <laughs> told me the truth. And then and then um, after that, they go later in the evening, like they're supposed to have a chat because tech is happening in like two days. And Terry asks everyone to tell the truth, but yeah. everybody's silent. And so then Ivy's like, no, guys, he really does want to hear the truth. So yeah. please tell it. And then the floodgates open and everyone's <laughs> lamenting about how terrible the show is. Starting with the director who should have yes. opened his mouth in the first well, place. No spine. No spine at all. At all. No. It was, yeah. Anyway. So that's good. Maybe yes. we'll, ha- we'll have to see where we'll that see, goes. Because I don't remember what and happens. I mean, and I haven't watched it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. So that's uh, uh, that piece of the show is over yeah let's go back to the fringe now mm-hmm. so they're they're performing the show and it's we start off with the sh- a song called let the broken pieces go yeah jimmy's starting that number he we see that Derek is in the audience watching this karen enters from the audience to start her portion of the song and then we're suddenly transported into Derek's idea of what it would look like on an actual stage yeah and it's beautiful. You've got Except the- for her wig. Oh, I know it was terrible. I was yeah. like, oh Lord. She doesn't need the wig. Mm-mm. And not in a black box. Cert- oh I mean, come God. on. It was it was very large with bangs. I don't know about the bangs. It's it the is wig it just is, didn't no, even need just put her the dress transformation fine. You I, do the I, wig. Like, I wonder if that's because the wind machine was blowing so hard at her that they needed something to blow back and maybe her real hair wasn't doing the the deed. I don't know. I don't know. But it wasn't good. But no. but you kind of see now, okay, Derek's got an idea of what his yeah. next project is going to be. So that's kind of cool. This is the thing that killed me. Yeah. Meanwhile, I love this man. So I was super so excited do I. to see him. But I was just like, sledgehammer, guys. Yeah. Sledgehammer. Yeah. So after watching Rent Jr., yes. we come outside and who pops his beautiful gorgeous black face into the screen but jesse l martin yes <laughs> who okay. starred in rent who starred in rent and oh. also is the head of um he presents himself as the head of the manhattan, new york theater manhattan theater, theater, theater workshop theater, yeah uh no manhattan theater club 
Well, he says workshop. Workshop. Okay. Which is a hybrid of what we all know as the New York theater workshop. Right. And the New York theater workshop is where rent started. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no. Joshua, stop. And to you, I would say, just let the broken pieces go. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to produce the show. And yeah. he says to them, but only if you guys are in the lead. And Jimmy's like, I'm not a performer. And Derek is like, yes, you are. And I'll direct it. And he's like, what about you, Karen? And Karen's like, I can't because I'm in bombshell. And then they're like, okay, well, let's everybody else besides Karen go out and have drinks. But she was going to go. <laughs> and then was. Jimmy was like, don't you have an early rehearsal? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. Yeah, okay, that was fun. I feel like that should have been like Jimmy going, yeah, we don't really want you in this you don't really belong there anymore yeah and that's the way it should have played but he yeah. was actually being kind of nice in that moment and so her reaction then was milk toast and it was just like I don't understand what just but it was weird yeah <laughs> meanwhile this is the end of the episode so I'm mm -hmm. sorry we this has been a very long one for you all but if you've lasted this long <laughs> we'll probably cut it into two that'll Maybe. be fine part one yeah. and part two that's good Eileen calls together the creatives, meaning just Tom and Julie at this point, because <laughs> yeah. Eric's no longer there. There's no one else. And oh, she, they were meeting without her. Right. Well, they were at the Chinese restaurant because they yes. were depressed about the state of the show. Right, right, right. Eileen calls them. They say, meet us here in Chinatown. Yes. Eileen comes, throws down this big you know, manila envelope full of mm -hmm. stuff. And they're like, what's this? And she goes, proof that Jerry has been, actually, it was the proof that showed that Nick uh, had been looked into and yes. she said this is the file that Ellis made about Nick before when we were still working on bombshell together and when Ellis was still in the picture before he tried to murder the star of the show yes uh, but it's proof basically that Jerry has been paying Ellis and they're like what are you gonna do are you gonna confront Jerry and she's like no 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 I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna tell Jerry anything until I've got the show back, which I'm so mm -hmm. excited to see how she does it. Uh -huh. And meanwhile, they're like, but Derek's not in anymore. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Find another director. And both Eileen and Julia are like, oh, we have a director. Yeah. And Tom is it's like, really cute. we have a director. <laughs> we do. We have a director. Tom, we have. I mean, that was wow. Yeah. And talk about another sledgehammer moment. Holy geez. <laughs> but they're like, Tom, you're the director. And Tom is like, Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> well, but he said, I thought you'd never ask. And that was the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So there you go. Episode six. <laughs> We're done with. There's so much stuff that happened in those two what? episodes. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might run out of this whole notebook and need to buy another one to make my notes. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Theater Geeks Anonymous. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TGA B-Way! And on Facebook at Theater Geeks Anonymous. And if you want to tell us how much you love us, or you have a great story about one of the shows we've talked about, drop us a note at TGA B-Way! At gmail.com. Until, Until next time, geeks! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.